0: Kimberly, I want to go cherry picking, apple picking, Murgatroyd. What's, what's going on with you? It's 70 degrees and sunny here. What's, what's your problem with this weather? Uh,
1: The problem is that I, do you know how I knew it was fall?
0: (laughs) You, You saw it on Instagram?
1: I went to Trader Joe's and saw a pumpkin. Okay. It is the freaking same every day here. It's like Groundhog's Day. It's the same. I am from a place called New England, where we have four seasons. We have summer, and then all of a sudden, one day you wake up and it's fall and the leaves change. And then it goes to winter where there's snow and then spring, which comes for a very short amount of time in New England, but it's there. So I need variety.
0: Is is this why you're wicked smat?
1: I'm wicked smart. Hey, what, wicked are we, smart.
0: what are we talking about today? Well, today- Because you so wicked smart.
1: Today, well, the first thing I want to say is R.I.P.R.B.G.
0: R.I.P.R.B.G.
1: This woman has broken every ceiling, knocked down every barrier, and done more for our world than I think people uh, really realize or give her credit for. And today we are talking about- um, the idea that we were all meant for more. And I can't think of somebody who exemplified this more in their life than RBG. She knew she was meant for more and she far exceeded probably what she even was thinking she was meant for.
0: All right, so let's help people to figure out if they know deep inside of them that they are also meant for more.
1: Okay, so hold on, give them a second. Are you meant for more? Wait for it. Did some little voice inside you say, yes.
0: Yes, Robin Kim, I (laughs) am meant for more. I am
1: meant for more. I remember having this conversation at your work hard, play hard event in Monaco one night with one of our friends. And I said, you know what? I just, I have this nudge that I am meant for more than I am currently doing. And I didn't know the direction. I didn't know what it was, but I just felt this nudge and I still feel it. And I'm figuring it out and I think I'm figuring it out. But every time I think I figured it out, I get off track and I go and do something else because my brain says, no, you should be doing this. But my my nudge is telling me (laughs) that I'm meant for more than what I'm currently doing. And so this is an important topic because I would say 99% of the people that are listening right now Probably feel like they're meant for more. And the 1% that doesn't uh, is just suffering from a little lack of belief. So,
0: all right. So, deep down inside, you know that you meant for more. You don't know exactly what it is. Where the heck do you start, right? So, tomorrow, what's today? It's Friday. So, Monday, people are going back to work. And when they go back to work, they're going to be like sitting there going, you know, I just listened to this podcast with Rob and Kim that I'm meant for more. And damn it. I am meant for more, and what the freak am I doing sitting here in this chair? For me, for me, it just I just got this trigger, this this uh, memory. For me, Sunday night was freaking hell. I loved Friday, Saturday was great, and I loved my Sundays. Sunday nights. I could, I can literally go right back to sitting on the couch watching, you know, whatever we watched before we went to sleep at night and just going, fuck, I got to do this again tomorrow. And then getting in my car, driving there going, I do not want to be here. That is hell. That is freaking hell. If you don't have that situation, muzzle for know, Yom Kippur.
1: But you know what? I love what I do. I love what I do in network marketing. I love what I do in this podcast and I can still know I'm meant for more. So it's not that- It doesn't have to be that extreme. It doesn't have to be that you hate what you're doing and so you know you're meant for more. I mean, that's more of like a career transition. I know I'm meant for more. I'm just saying, I know there's something inside me that I'm not tapping into, that I need to be tapping into, that I can share with the world that would be impactful.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the, one of the advantages of, you know, doing these events, these work hard, play hard events is that I get to be around some pretty, uh, pretty amazing people with dynamic businesses that are making bazillions of dollars. And as a dude, you know, we want to make money. It's like one of the, one of the things that are- You need that hill to climb. Need that hill to climb. We also want the money. Um, (laughs) and- Well, the
1: money's at the top of the hill, right?
0: Money's at the top of the hill, but we, you want also, the money? we also want the money. Okay. So when you're when you when I'm doing these events and I'm around people, like, this one's got a, a you know a fifty million dollar company. This one's got a hundred million dollar company. They give you ideas and they're like, dude you should bring this to corporate. I'm in corporate. There's nothing like this. You would kill. I'm like, you're right. And then you can, and I'm like, well, yeah, but how do I scale, right? I only have 20 people in the, in, the, uh, in the mastermind. That's hard enough chasing you 20 divas around, making sure you're happy. Like, how am I supposed to do it across the world? No, 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 no. You can have like one going in Japan and while you have Japan going, you can have Ireland going at the same time. Well, how am I gonna do that? Oh, you just hire somebody. You just train them. Bring them on a trips with you and tri- Oh, this is a great idea. So I can have like 10 of these going. Yeah. Okay. And then what will I have? Well, then you just get employees and then the employees will help you match. So you you set up a training system, you get employees, you get like a physical location and you and you start interviewing people and then you get like an HR department.
1: <laughs> and then the wife starts to and laugh. Then,
0: and I was like, Kim, I got this idea. We're going to have a physical location, an HR department. I'm going to train people. We're going to bring them in and we're going to scale. And she goes, do you want employees? I'm like, be, no <laughs> the reason
1: but the reason that I asked that is because the contrast is we had employees for 25 years. We hate employees. We don't hate the people. We hate having people <laughs> responsible to come to work and to train them and to do a job and to hire and fire and and quit and all the things. We do not enjoy having employees. We okay, don't.
0: so the, so the first lesson is to is, 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 is well, the contrast, right? Yeah. And then the second one is to try it on. So if you say, okay, I know I have contrast here and contrast for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, it's, I don't want this. It's, it's, a negative. it's the thing that you don't want. You wake up in the morning and you go about your day and you're like, oh, I'm walking into this job and I don't want it, that's contrast. Oh, I just looked in the mirror and I don't like the way my body looks, that's contrast. So it's knowing what you don't want, okay? Yeah. Because if you know what you don't want, then you can figure out what you do want. Okay, so then you, then you reverse it and you go, okay, this is what I do want, Using the example we just gave you, try it on.
1: Visualize what it would be like, go through the steps. So what Rob was doing is he was like, oh my gosh, I could have like 10 of these going at the same time and it would be amazing. And I don't even have to go on them because everybody's trained. He was looking at all the upside. He wasn't looking at the fact that this would require him to actually train them have employees that he has to then manage and all of the things that he does not like. So there's a difference, right? Do you not like something? Does it not bring you joy? Are you not down with doing that? Or is it a lack of belief? No, Rob fully believes that he could bring this to the corporate world. It would be amazing. I I believed, I guess I should say, that you would not find joy in the actual doing of it. Not in the way you do now. Right now, work hard, play hard. You love talking to the person in Monaco, Mexico, Greece. You love having these conversations about what you're going to build and how you're going to design this event. You love being all in on that. There's no part of it you don't like. I know if you created a full-on business with a bunch of employees and like HR... First of all, you would be the first one being having to go to HR every day because you, you would be in trouble
0: every day. Now let me let me say this, you know, it's not that I have no quote employees because I have a couple of them, but basically the you way you have the, contracted the basic, employees. Basically, the way I do this is I have set up. A way that works for me, so I don't want. I know me enough to know that I don't want to walk into a physical location and look at somebody sitting in the desk. I don't want to see them <laughs> because when I see them, I'm like, "Why the fuck are you not working?" <laughs> and I don't like the way they're doing things, and I want to. I want to. Re, Out of sight, I mind. want to rearrange their desk because it's messy. I'm listening to them on the telephone. And I'm like, "That's not how you speak to somebody." Like, I have nothing but problems. So, I also am smart enough to know that what I wanna do is I wanna make sure that I can leverage myself by having other people do things for me. So the way that works for me is to use something like Upwork, where I have contracted employees that I can't see, I don't have to look at, and the only thing I get from them is results. And if I don't get the results, I click one button, that says terminate the contract and I repost the ad and I get another one. So the point is that there may be a way that if you start identifying where you try it on, you're like, mm, I don't really like it this way. There may be a way that you can mitigate and accomplish what it is that you want by doing it a different way. I hope that example wasn't confusing.
1: Again, finding co- the contrast, which will create the clarity in how, in how you want to do what you want to do, right? So the first thing in knowing you're meant for more where you're beginning is looking for what you don't want, finding what you do want keep using that, welcoming the contrast, it's gonna lead me to clarity. Welcoming the contrast, it's gonna lead me to clarity. And knowing, you know, once you start to visualize something, you have an idea, that nudge gets bigger, you have the idea, you think it's great, start to visualize it. What does that day look like? Walk through it. What does your life look like? What is the day-to-day? Not the, not the fun, exciting part, but what is the actual day-to-day of that look like? Is that something... That you're going to like? Or is it just that you have a lack of belief? Because a lot of people suffer from a massive lack of belief that they can do it. And, you know, how many stories, how many podcasts do you have to listen to about someone who, you know, had no money, was like down on their luck, had an idea, flipped the script? figured it out, and now is doing amazing and making a huge impact. And yes, Rob, making all the money. How many podcasts do you have to listen to like that before you realize that you could do this too? So that leads us to the next area, which is finding that support. Like, Who's going to buy into this dream with you? Is it your best friend? Is it your spouse? Is it Find mentors, find a mastermind, find um, coaches that can pour into you not just the skills and help you get there, but the belief that you can make this happen in very small steps along the way.
0: Yeah, I think that support is really important. And I can tell you, you know, look, this is an example that is, is a crazy far off example, but I think it really illustrates it perfectly. And that is that, you know, I went to Ibiza, I saw DJs, Um. Yeah. many years ago, maybe I was in, I'm 54 now. So maybe this was like my mid forties and I came back and it was like, you know, it was like watching some weird, you know, uh, teen movie. I was like, I want to be, I I was not, what's a, what's a movie Uh, or a midlife. What's the movie that uh, Sophia watches with Justin Timberlake, not the Smurfs, the trolls. uh, trolls. It's like, I want to be a DJ. I want to be like a troll DJ. And, when I brought that idea to Kim, it made no logical sense, right? Like, why does a midlife, what does a guy in his mid 40s decide to begin to learn how to DJ? But it was something that I felt very inspired to do for whatever the reason was. And I knew that I was able to bring that idea to her and she wouldn't say, Are you out of your mind? That's stupid. But not only that, she was the cheerleader that was in my corner that said, look, if this lights you up, this lights me up. And this sort of can go off on, you know, more of a relationship tip. And I don't want to, I don't want to go there because I, th- I think we can do that in another podcast. But the point is that whomever you have in your life that can help you with that, if it's a brother, a sister, a husband, a wife, um, or a, a coworker that you know that if you bring this to, they are going to fully go all in with you in spirit and help you to dream this dream Um, sometimes, you know, sometimes it takes a village, man. Sometimes we just need people around us that say, you can do it. I, I, you know, in many ways- We always need that. We always know that. In many ways, uh, Chris Harder, who's a uh, a friend of the show, who's been on uh, the podcast before. In fact, I'm I'm interviewing again next week because he's had some major changes in his life. He is the guy that no matter what is always telling me I can do it and is not only telling me I can do it, he's telling me like like smacking me around, like, don't be such a loser. Like you are way bigger than this and you know you can do it.
1: Like you are meant for more?
0: Like you're meant for more. And I think we need that meant for more person in our life.
1: We need the person that is going to believe in us. And if you don't have that person, because look, I get a lot of messages from people about what do you do if your spouse doesn't, um, support this? Or what do you do if that? And a lot of dreams fail because they don't get off the ground and they don't get off the ground because you don't have someone that believes in you and that believes in what you're doing. And I think it's um, Esther uh, Hicks's husband, Jerry, had in one of the audios or books I listened to, maybe it's Ask and It Is Given, uh, which is a book they wrote. Maybe it's that one. He says, when you have an idea, be careful who you bring it to. Because if you bring it to the naysayer, if you bring it to the person that's going to poo-poo all over it, and you don't have it fully cooked yet, and you don't have the full belief in it yet, then it's going to be dead on arrival. You're not going to push that idea. I've had people jump into my company and be like, Passionate and writing their purpose and how what they want to do, and have real massive reasons behind um, helping people with their health and their wellness. And then one person, you know, makes a, a snarky comment about it and they quit. You know, so you have to be really careful who you share your ideas with until you have the full belief that you can do it behind it. And so, know who those people are in your life and hold them really, really close.
0: Now, um, moving past having people support you, I think you have to support yourself and you have to find a way to change things. So for example, you know, your perspective controls what you see. If you feel like you're a victim, guess what you're gonna see? you're going to see a lot of victims. So what you're observing is coming to you by what you're expecting. So if you like it, then you should keep doing it. So the idea is... What you want to consider is how you're thinking about what it is that you want. Are you thinking about it from the place of, I don't deserve this? Well, then guess what? You're going to get more of evidence to show you don't deserve it. If you're thinking of it from the place of imposter syndrome, then guess what? You're going to get more evidence to show that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you can't do this. So your perspective matters. How you see this matters. You know, who am I... I can remember that, you know, there was a, there was a time when I was thinking about, you know, moving to Southern California and there was this like, you know, there's, you know, these these houses there are $5 million and people are driving, you know, uh, Ferraris and they're living in Beverly Hills. And, and I made up this story of like what it would be like to be living the Southern California dream. And so much of it was just bullshit that wasn't true. It was the stuff that I made up in my head, the stuff I saw on TV, my inadequacies coming out, my fears coming out instead of going, okay, well, let's let's look at this logically. California's the second biggest state, I think, in America. There's a lot of people in the second- Or the,
1: is Texas bigger?
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. It's, pre, it's pretty big. It's pretty much um, the entire I, West Coast. I, I think New York and California are like two of the biggest states in the top five. You mean most populous. Most populous, whatever. You yeah. get the idea. Not geographic, but not land mass or land size, but, but people. So- I lived in New York and somebody, somebody else can be, you know, in Wyoming going, who am I to live in New York? But I lived there, you know? So the point is that we tell ourselves these stories.
1: Of why we can't of do Of why it. we
0: can't do it. And you gotta, to use your, your phrase that we learned on Cobra Kai last night, <laughs> you gotta flip the script, right? So you gotta, you, you gotta flip the script. I By didn't the,
1: realize I learned that in Cobra Kai yeah, last night. Yeah, it's when the
0: guy had the mohawk. He, oh, he flipped, yeah, he flipped, he flipped the, script. the script. If you're not watching Cobra Kai, um, you need to watch it.
1: Only now. if you watched um, The Karate Kid back uh,
0: uh, Okay, it's, it's thirty-five because years old. If
1: you didn't watch The Karate Kid, then
0: <laughs> it'll make you think make it's the no worst <laughs> television show you ever saw in your life.
1: So, look here. Here at the end of the day, right? You were meant for more, and you know that. We know that, and everybody is meant for more. Be very intentional about who you keep in your circle and you share these things with but like rob said you got to enroll yourself in the vision you have to build your own belief and you have to allow yourself to do it and try on these ideas you know i i've had people in the past i'm an I, i'm an ideator i always have an idea i have a lot of ideas and when i would share them sometimes if i shared a lot of ideas with the same person they'd go okay, so you have another idea now. Like, oh, another idea, another idea. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I have another idea. How about that? Like, it used to make me feel kind of insecure in a way because it was like, well, why can't she just land on one idea? But what a beautiful thing I have if I embrace it that I have a lot of freaking ideas and the ones that I try on and that feel good and that bring me joy and that I can visualize and that are you know in alignment with what I want, those are the ones that I take the action on. So you were meant for more, Robert. I was meant for more. Everybody listening was meant for and more. And peace
0: be with you too. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, so and also th- with you. And also with you. Uh, the last thing I want- Can wanna, you
1: tell we were raised Catholic?
0: <laughs> I want to, uh, the last thing I want to give you before you go is consider this. It's going to be very, very easy for you to say, But look where I am. Like, look at me. Look where I am. Look at my situation. How the heck am I supposed to do? Like this dream, like this dream I have inside of me of what I'm meant for more to do is so freaking far from where I am. Do you see where I am? Do you know what I was raised like? Do you know what my mother, father, boyfriend, girlfriend did to me? Do you know my story? No. I don't, but I can tell you this, that you focusing on that story is getting you freaking nowhere, nowhere. Flip the script and look at where you want to go. You cannot drive a car looking in the rear view mirror. The past is a bucket of ashes and it's time to move the fuck on and get what you want. Why are you looking at me like that?
1: I was trying to figure out how to drop
0: the mic. Oh, but- it's tied. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game